Hello, 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 friends. I am excited to be back for an episode number eight of the Winning at Fibromyalgia podcast. I'm Dr. Ziegenbein, and I'm a rheumatologist and fibromyalgia coach and expert. Today's episode title is How I Reached Breakthrough on My Own Fibromyalgia Journey. I shared earlier that I have fibromyalgia back pain. It is mostly in my upper and mid back. I have had it since 2010 or so. It has been really frustrating at times to figure out what works. I have been to physical therapy, massages, and even had a trigger joint trigger uh, back injection by one of my orthopedic colleagues. It helped for a few months and then the pain returned. I did not have my winning at fibromyalgia method when I experienced my first breakthrough with my own pain. It was in September 2021. I was doing somatic tracking while on my lunch break and my pain went away from my upper and mid back. It came back the next day, but went away during meditation in the evening. And it has happened several times since then. My pain comes back, but it is less severe. And one day I think it will stop coming back. So after my breakthrough, I started mapping the five-step winning and fibromyalgia method that I introduced in the last episodes. I don't think that these steps have to be um, in sequence that I presented. And um, what I discussed today is the sequence I experienced them. Um, So number one step was I first uh, discovered a hope that I could feel better and also understood role of our past traumas, how they play a role in our daily behavior. So months before I started researching the neuroplastic pain concept in detail, I signed up for a whole health medicine institute course for clinicians organized by Dr. Lisa Rankin. It was organized on t- uh, online for the first time, which made it immediately attractive to me. Uh, Dr. Rankin is a leader in approaching health issues by digging into find the root cause. Um, I like her approach because she's not an anti-science or anti-medicine, quite a contrary. She's a former gynecologist and she exemplifies the approach I love, which is to combine the best of Western medicine and everything else from alternative medicine, including harnessing the power of our brains and inner healing energy. So in July 2021, at the time of first online retreat, Dr. Rankin introduced the concept of internal family systems, IFS approach to healing. I did mention it during one of the previous episodes. It basically um, uh, states that we as humans have many parts within us, frozen in time, living inside our minds or hearts or memories. For example, when you say part of me wants to go to a party uh, and have a good time, but part of me wants to stay home and study for a test. We have our responsible reckless, fun-loving, sad, angry parts. Anytime our beliefs were formed or our worldview was formed in childhood or feelings were heard, our memories were imprinted in our brain. And those that have been there since childhood are part of our subconscious mind, but they play a role in everyday behavior. Dr. Richard Schwartz is the founder of this healing therapy method and has been perfecting it for the past, for over 30 years. 
I realized while attending this course and listening to the talks about this therapy uh, that I had so much sorrow and pain hidden um, within me from my past that was clearly connected to how I acted and behaved in my daily life. And this is years after my childhood experiences and traumas. And when I say traumas, I don't mean anything super vicious or physical. I wasn't beaten as a child. Adverse childhood experience is anything that does not allow a child to feel safe. You can put literally anything here from verbal to physical to sexual abuse, but it doesn't have to be physical. Bullying is a good example. And when I understood these internal family systems theory for the first time ever, truly ever, I knew I could heal my soul, all the past wrongs and traumas. It was truly transformational. And from that experience came my everlasting hope for my own healing. And that brings me to number two. So this happened in December. And then in September um, 2021, I started digging more into the neuroplastic pain concept. As a rheumatologist, I have been trained to view the fibromyalgia pain as central pain volume problem, meaning that the pain is augmented or increased in the brain or spinal cord due to various reasons, uh, possibly even genetic factors, factors that are often out of our control, meaning you can't do much about them, that you can just manage or maybe uh, slightly decrease the pain, but you cannot make the pain go away. And that is not entirely true. Fibromyalgia pain is linked to emotions and chronically activated stress reaction, um, basically chronic activation of the sympathetic nervous system. And because of this link, we can do something about this pain if we choose to. When one looks at all the research, literature showcasing how emotions and chronic stress can bring on painful sensations, it is clear that the factors that affect pain are within our control. And I want to make a point here and I want to stress that I'm not saying this to say that we humans who have fibromyalgia are somehow personally responsible for our pain, not at all. All I'm trying to say is that the pain is the message from the brain that is not feeling safe and as such we can do something about it. So which brings me to point number three somatic tracking and other messages of safety to the brain. So in a nutshell, somatic tracking is basically a method that brings on the feeling of safety and relaxation. Um, it is achieved uh, through different methods for different people. Many people feel it uh, during prayer. Um, many people feel it when they take deep breath and focus on one word or one sentence. The uni universal message that the state of mind and body creates is the message of safety to the brain. A person focuses on breathing and then without judgment, the person focuses on physical sensation that he or she has in the body, including pain. And we just observe it without judgment and we communicate a message of safety to the brain. Something like this, brain, I know what, what you're doing. I know you're sending this physical sensation of pain to me and I know my body is okay. My body is healthy and I want you to know I am safe. You need to feel safe inside. You don't have to say these things aloud just to feel it and let the brain know that you know. I do somatic tracking daily, usually in the morning and at bedtime and also during my midday walk. 
especially the midday walk time is uh, important because I take a half an hour off after my morning clinic. I walk outside and I actively bring on the relaxation response. It has now happened numerous times that even if I feel any tension in my jaw or my neck or upper back, it goes away during the walk, which is a further proof that my emotion and internal stress level are connected to my pain. And that brings me to point number four. I now view my pain as an invitation to investigate or invitation to be curious. When my back pain first came back after disappearing during the somatic tracking, I realized I needed to look within, find out what was going on that set my brain on high alert. And because it has happened several times that I'm able to make the pain go away, when it comes back, instead of freaking out, I feel curious and start quote, investigation of what is happening inside me that causes this high alert mode in my brain. My upper back pain does come back consistently during driving on a highway. I just don't like driving on highways between Cape Cod and Boston, especially in the evening. I always feel like I have to be on high alert. So I slow down and I do feel better, but it never completely goes away during driving. The really incredible thing has been that it's, my back pain is less severe than it used to be as mm, recent as three months ago. And the last point I want to make, number five, is now I welcome my emotions. I want to make it clear, though, that I do not like feeling angry or sad or frustrated. But I am so much better at becoming aware of my emotions, which then allows me to respond rather than react to them which makes me behave more calmly and that also indirectly and sometimes directly improves my pain. I have not mastered the entire range of my emotions and that's why I think my pain comes back. However, the main message of this point, of this last point, is that being aware of my emotions and breathing through them has been one of the most pivotal parts of my healing journey. I will dedicate more time to this topic of emotions in the future episodes. This is all for today. Um, it has been a pleasure. If this interests you or if it piques interest, uh, connect with me via Facebook. Uh, my Facebook name is Martina Lenartova or on my website, https uh, colon double slash www period martinazigenbeinmdcoaching.com. And I'll talk to you next week.